Life with Mari. We're back. We've got all our regular features here on Lavender Life. Uh, planned for today is our news feature. That's Here's What's Happening, where we discuss queer women's issues that are currently making headlines. Then we're going to have a topic of the day for us to discuss with all you wonderful callers. And it's kind of a bonus feature on Thursdays. We're adding something called Lavender 101, where you teach me something you're doing in the world. Some links to cool queer things that you've found, like, uh, I don't know, a blog or, or some kind of art. Uh, and I'll share it with all the Lavender ladies. Also, I would love it if you would call in and teach me how to say something in Hindi or Kannada or Tamil or Gujarati or whatever language you speak. Just make sure it's not naughty, okay? I'm on air. And every Thursday, we'll also be naming our own Lavender Lady of the Week and giving you some fun facts about her. And then finally, we're going to share some local support group information about queer women uh, in our Where Are the Women feature. All right, so uh, what are we going to get into? We're going to get into our news feature first. And I hope you like it. We're going to be talking today about, let's see, what are we going to be talking to you today? I have all the, my news headlines, but I have to open the right window. There it is. We're going to talk about lesbian stereotype, stereotypes, the best and the worst. We're going to talk about things not to say to a lesbian. You know those things I'm talking about, girls. Um, things that were happening in LGBT history. And finally, we're going to talk about what's happening in the Gulf, because I know a lot of you uh, have found family there or you've been there, you've lived there, what's happening with the golf and, LG and the LGBT community. So right when we get back, we're going to talk about all of those things. Like this Sochcast? Tune in for more with the Sochcast app from the Google Play Store. We're back. This is Mari on Lavender Life. So I was thinking I would read from the uh, mail that I got last week. We were talking about um, that holding hands thing. Remember that there was an article uh, about lesbians holding hands better than uh, anybody because they saw it as more equal. And I got mail from several different uh, people. Several different of you lavender ladies sent me things. So let's see. We got mail from MJ. We got mail from Annette. And we got mail from Apurva. Let me see if I can get this open really quick. Yes. All right. So this mail was from Annette. Um, thanks so much for writing, Annette. That's me. Wait a minute. Here it is. Hi, Mari. Congratulations. This is my first time listening to your show. So glad I did. Well, it was my partner who reminded me in the morning to tune in since last week. I could not. I'm so excited to hear your voice. I'm excited that you're excited, Annette. I wanted to call, but I'm at work. Listen discreetly. Listen on your headphones. I hope to see you soon. All the best and warm hugs. Warm hugs back, Annette, and thank you for helping me find an auto today. It was lovely seeing you. <laughs> it was funny to see you right there as I was coming to the show, and I'm really happy that you wrote in. Keep writing in, and uh, I'm going to have to get you on the show also. Yeah? And Apurva wrote in, and she said... Uh, I believe it's us b holding back our thoughts and feelings so long, and now it's breaking out in its own creative ways and small steps. Pride parade. Wow. I personally have never been to parade or any kind of community meeting as I have been living in Bhopal where we don't have anything like that, and the efforts are just seeding now in Bhopal and indoor. I'm out to some of my close friends and close people and friends whom I did my school and college with, those I care about, and I've been very lucky with my friends. I did face some homophobes too. When my roommate literally boycotted me 
and when they discovered I was a lesbian, all I could do that time was make up a fake boyfriend, and I felt so sad. I'm sad for you too, Apoorva, and I'm really sorry you had to go through that. But I'm really glad that you you took that experience as a positive one, and even though you you knew that that wasn't something you wanted to do, uh, now you've come out to some of your friends, and you're probably much more on the right track. I'm really happy that you're there doing that. Uh, I learned that, then she says, I learned that there will always be homophobes, and yes, in India, we are looking out for loving and caring hands, and I believe they are out there. Times in India are going to be hard with the culture. They will try to pray away the gay. We are in the process of acceptance, denial, anger, bargaining, depression, acceptance, and awful things happen in this process and then we can't stop we have to move towards the magic of acceptance i loved that last part that she said the magic of acceptance i think the first thing about coming out and that's really what she was talking about here is we have to come out to ourselves right all right so we're gonna go for a short break like this sochcast tune in for more with the sochcast app from the google play store So, yes, let's get to the lesbian stereotypes. Lesbian stereotypes. We all use them. Lesbians use them. You use them. Everyone uses them. So what are some of the lesbian stereotypes that really bug you or that you find to be true? Um, One of the first ones that I always come across is that lesbians have to look a certain way or talk a certain way or be a certain way. So everyone who knows me knows that I love my makeup, I love my heels, uh, I wear saris a lot. And then people say things like, well, but you don't look gay, which I mean, obviously is not what a lesbian wants to hear because like how, what does that mean even? Like, how do you look gay? What does that mean? And you know what they mean, right? They mean looking like a guy or looking more masculine, having a more uh, butch presentation, which obviously there are some lesbians like that, but not all lesbians. One of the things that I read was uh, also about uh, what's happening in Kuwait. Has anyone read this article? Kuwait is going to conduct medical screening to detect homosexuals, quote unquote, in an attempt to get it that attempt to get into the Gulf Kingdom. And they're going to be doing this through all of the GCC countries. So that means Oman, Bahrain, Qatar, Kuwait, uh, UAE, Dubai, all of the Gulf countries, Saudi Arabia also, um, are going to now try to ban uh, any LGBT people from coming into the country. And it's all over the news. This is like they're actually going to try to do this. I don't know um, what kind of gaydar they think they're going to be using. But they're going to uh, try to uh, encourage what they call debauchery this way. And, uh, yeah, this is, like, what's happening. According to many LGBT uh, Arab organizations, um, it's common practice that Arabian Gulf Arab couples sign a marriage contract as a sign of love and commitment, and they're really trying to get their rights. But this is really going to be a a big problem for them. In uh, 2011, 127 people were uh, arrested for holding a gay party. Um, This has happened in Dubai as well. This happens throughout the Gulf. And... uh, yeah, we're going to talk more about some of the things that lesbians don't like. What are some of the things that you're tired of hearing as a lesbian? Hmm? Which one of you is the guy? That's one of my favorites. Like, by definition, if you're part of a same-sex couple, you are both of that same sex, right? So how can there be a guy? Isn't that annoying? Don't you find that, like, hilarious when people say that to you? I want to hear your stories about it. 
Um, my aunt, when I was coming out to her, she was like, are you the girl? Because I want you to be the girl. I was like, what are you? You know that I'm the girl. I am a girl, but she's also a girl. Like this Sochcast? Tune in for more with the Sochcast app from the Google Play Store. Lavender Life with Mari. We were just talking about um, just different things that we've heard, stereotypes that we've had to deal with, um, being a, a lesbian, bisexual, queer, queer-oriented woman, a trans person in India. There's lots of different stereotypes. Ah, we have a caller. Thank you. Let's see what you have to say. Hello, you're on air with Mari. Who's this? Hello. Hi, Mari. Hi. Who's this? Manisha here. Manisha. I'm happy to hear your voice. What do you think about this? Let's get your opinion. I think it's sad. I think it's idiotic. I think it's stupid. I think a lot of things about it. <laughs> tell us, I think tell us so many things Carla. about it. <laughs> tell us. Pour out your soul. What are, you, what are you, some of the stereotypes you've heard? Oh, oh, Lord. I think about all the ones that you mentioned on air I've faced, I mean, at some point, and I don't know what expression to give the person who's talking to me. Yeah. Why but, do you think uh, that they have such strange ideas about um, what uh, a lesbian or a queer woman is like? What do you, why do you think they have those ideas? Um, I think a lot of things contribute to it. First of all, the conditioning. I mean, people are born and raised to believe that what they see in their parents is what life is supposed to be like or their partner is supposed to be like. Right, right. And they kind of impose these attributes on people who are not conforming of those ideas. Okay. So, so I would think that, you know, back in the Victorian era, mm-hmm. like when people, when women were supposed to wear, you know, gowns or corsets right, or whatever right, right. it was. Right. I mean, when um, they, were, they were basically downtrodden and were only good for uh, having babies and cooking. Babies. Yeah. A lot of babies. Yeah, a lot of babies. As many babies <laughs> as possible. Yeah. Yeah. So at that time, uh, a queer woman would probably wear, you know, a suit or dress like a man. Right. You know, but that was one way of, I would say, rebelling against societal norms and and these hetero ideas, which were so strong and so, you know, um, I mean, in a way, didn't allow a woman to really think. Yeah, like everywhere you looked, that's where those ideas were, right? Yeah, yeah. So, So at that time, probably a queer woman would wear you know, uh, comfortable clothes to prove a point even, you know, to just say, you know what, I can do this and I don't have to look like any other woman does because I think a certain way and I'm as good as man. But there was a need for that back then, probably, Hmm. because men did dominate a lot of realms in life back then. But things have changed now. But these ideas have kind of, you know, have, But we have women who dress very masculine now and I think they just, they prefer it. They just yeah, like but that's, that's that's more more like freedom of of expression freedom than of expression, you know exactly. actually proving a point. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. I get it a lot because I mean I dress any way I like. Sometimes I I you know wear a shirt and a pant, and other days I'm wearing these really feminine clothes. And right. then when I speak to women, the most disgusting thing that I've heard. I mean, I have to share this, yeah. but um, yeah, was was telling me uh, you feel insecure that you can't get a man. Oh, I mean, I in was fact, appalled. I'm glad you brought this 
up, Manisha. That was another one that was on the list that, you know, you probably can't even get a man. That's why yeah. you're a lesbian anyway is because you can't get a man. Yeah. And Things like you can wait long enough. I think there will be a man who will really love you and yeah. change your yeah. mind. I mean, and then they have these notions about you hating men, which is yeah. even more ridiculous. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know where that I comes like guys. They're so much fun to hang around with. Exactly. They're buddies. They're our fathers. Yeah. I mean, for crying out they're loud. They're brothers. You know? For me, they're my sons also. Yeah. Like, I love exactly. I love to be around. I love, but I mean, I think, Manisha, really what it is, is we like to be around all different kinds of people. And we expect that um, everyone is the same like us. They're, they're also <laughs> going to be able to be around a lot of different kinds of people, right? <laughs> exactly. Exactly. But, yeah. yeah, I think, again, that's why it's really important to speak up and speak out. And, and you know, wherever you can. And change these ideas and in your own small way, in your own circles. And I've seen it happen uh, even with my parents. When they started out, they were just very confused. Like I said, I don't look very butch or anything. So then they were very, you know, kind of taken aback. Are you back, sure like, you're okay, a lesbian? Yeah, Maybe are you sure? I mean, is it okay? My father was really confused. Yeah. <laughs> you don't look like a lesbian. All of those yeah. things, yeah? Yeah, you don't yeah. act like one. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't think you are one. How can you be so, a lesbian? You were married. That's what what is it, what is it I thought. Oh you my, were married to a oh man, yeah. as if that would be, like, okay. As if that's yeah. going to help. <laughs> yeah. I mean, and there are so many lesbians that, you know, they, they're coming out process. It took a long time. Yeah. And yeah. then before that, you have so many experiences. Yeah. But you define who you are. All right. Like this Sochcast? Tune in for more with the Sochcast app from the Google Play Store. Hello, this is Mari. We're back. Manisha, are you still there? Well, we were talking about uh, just everything about all of the different stereotypes that we face as being queer women uh, in the world of, of straight people. And we're kind of invisible. I think that's another... A big stereotype that we we have is: Are there even are there even uh, women? Are there even uh, queer women in the world? A lot of even the the legislature that's built around um, homosexuality, LGBT rights. There wasn't even clear legis- legislature that was prohibiting uh, lesbianism or same-sex relationships about uh, between women because they just didn't think that they existed. Uh, even Queen Victoria, that was one of the things that she said. What? Are there such things as lesbians? There aren't such things as lesbians. We don't even need to talk about them. So these are some of the stereotypes that uh, I've, I've encountered. They're some of the things that I looked at. And also I was looking at, um, you know, just what do you get? What kind of information can you get as, you know, any normal person? By normal, I mean, you know, a regular, a regular person that's just wanting to know more about a subject they don't want to, that they don't know about. Uh, what do they get when they type in the word lesbian? What do they get when they type in the word uh, bisexual woman? And I got to tell you, man, I was pretty shocked. It was uh, a lot of porn that was geared towards straight men um, doing with, with women who didn't even really look like women. They looked more like, uh, I don't know, like some kind of uh, plastic-injected women that were kind of like Barbie dolls doing things that I've never uh, heard of lesbians doing. So... Is this what gives uh, straight people the impression that gay people are 
totally about sex and that lesbians is this what sexualizes the lesbian to straight men you know when when straight men go oh lesbians they're hot we don't like gay men but uh, lesbians that's okay that's hot is this what does that let's talk about changing the perceptions of lesbians in society what it means uh, to change those perceptions how we can do that here in india uh, and everywhere in the world manisha call back if you can oh we got a caller hello hello you're on air with mari who is this Hi Mari, I had to call back. It's Manisha here. Oh my goodness, I think we have two callers. Who's gone? Oops, something's hurting my ears. Okay, someone's on the other line. I don't know how we can do this. Let's see if we can do both at the same time. Okay. Hello. 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 Can we have two calls at the same time? I'm not sure we can do that. Hmm. All right, let me sit it, sort it out and we'll be back right after this break. I'm so sorry to do this. Girls, I'm going to sort it out and we'll talk after this break. Like this Sochcast? Tune in for more with the Sochcast app from the Google Play Store. Ha! Ah, all right. So we're back on air. I'm trying to work it out. You girls, I'm so glad that I have patient listeners. I'm going to sort these little technical problems out. Please do call back if you just called in. We had two calls at the same time, and I'm trying to put them both on because I think we can all talk together. So, or if it's possible, we'll do that. Uh, otherwise, see if you can get through. We're talking about the sexualization of lesbians and what that does as a lesbian, what that makes you feel like. If you feel like you're just a sexual object and that's all that you can be, that's all uh, that lesbians are worth. What do you think about that idea? Do you find that to be true? Do you think that this is accurate? Uh, what do you get when you type in lesbian? I want to hear what you think. I was pretty shocked. Um, and I know that that's something that we talk about when we're talking in our support group. when we meet in Bangalore and we talk at WAC that's something that really bothers us you know if someone comes over and they're like oh lesbians you know we'd love to see you kiss as if we're going to kiss just for someone's uh, sick pleasure so that is very offensive to lesbians i know i know it's uh, offensive to all queer women why do you think that is and what can we do about it hello we got a caller i think hi mari it's manisha hello manisha <laughs> i'm sorry we lost you last time That's okay. Tell me, what do you think about this? You've you've had this experience, I think. Yes. Yeah. I think all of us have at some point. Right. Yeah. I mean, And we had our lavender nights parties, right? Oh, Remember yes. what happened, right? And there were there was another party going on in the upstairs area. Yeah. And then as men walked down and realized that it was a room full of women, it was like, you know, it was like kids in a candy store. I mean, they didn't Hi, know exactly. what to do. They were just smack sitting there staring and yeah. we had to shoo them away. Yeah, I had to shoo them away like I was like some mother hen shooing them away. Go, go. Yeah, that was that was pretty funny actually. Yeah. It <laughs> yeah. But what do you think we can do about that? How do you think we can change this perception and still not uh come across as man-haters because maybe that's why we come across as man-haters because we're like constantly being put in a position of telling some guy off that wants okay. to uh you know like ogle at us. Yeah. Do you think I, that What do you think? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, of course it's it's irritating, it's annoying. You don't know what to do at that point. uh if it is your own friend i mean i've i've had it with my close friend telling me okay so what is it that you all do and you know if i'm with my girlfriend then i get these weird stares and um 
it's a little awkward but then you sit them down and you explain things you know it's it's not i mean just me this may look nice but you don't want to get into the drama and these kind of things you kind of uh, oh yes that's it you're bringing up a whole other stereotype that w- was in that same article the one of it's easier to be a lesbian What is it? It's easier to be a lesbian. Have you heard, ever heard that one? Like my straight girlfriends, they say that to me. Oh my God, I wish I was a lesbian. It would be wonderful. We would be riding unicorns and braiding each other's yeah. hairs. Actually, and I've, painting I've had each other's this. fingernails. And, <laughs> yeah. Right? Yeah. These are all fanciful ideas. I think grass always looks greener on the other side. Exactly. I, I mean, uh, some people may hate me for saying this, but there are days when I, when I'm looking for a flat. I think even you have faced this right huh. now. I'm looking for a place to stay, and uh, we're facing problems where we, we are not allowed to stay in certain places which we really like because we're not married. Exactly. And yeah. then I, I feel, you know what? It would be so simple if I could just get married, or if I had turned out straight. I find myself saying these things. Yeah. So it's probably out of sheer frustration. But trust me, grass is not greener anywhere. Everyone. Yeah. Their own set of problems. I just, Manisha, I was reading this morning, uh, there's an organization called CREA that put out okay. a, uh, a report on lesbians in South Asia. So it was Bangladesh. They talked about Bangladesh, Nepal, and India primarily. And that was one of the major problems that lesbians have is finding housing. Uh, I know. Lots it of is, problems it is a in, discriminatory, in discriminatory practices and finding housing. It's yeah. a big issue for us. And you know I, what issue. I had to go through to find a house. Yeah. I know. I'm facing that same problem right now. There are these amazing housing societies with good views and everything. And then after some time, you hear back from the owner saying, I'm sorry, we don't let princes and bachelors and like, you know, we're going right. to be partying there yeah. all the time or I don't know what idea they've got in their head. There are a couple of people you meet and probably you can speak through too, but uh, it's difficult. I agree. It is quite, quite yeah. a challenge. Yeah, but it's very does. difficult. It's very difficult. And I think that uh, also there's just the, the problem of just plain discrimination against women living mm-hmm. independent lives. And we, yeah, we kind yeah. of have it twofold as uh, lesbians in India uh, or queer women in India because, because we have the problem of being a woman and then it's kind of even a, a, a lower totem to be a lesbian in India yeah, because I you don't have the, the quote unquote protection of a man right I know it's, we're exactly. on our own right it's 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 uh, go big or go home oh. <laughs> <laughs> we really don't have any other choice but to be strong I think in such circumstances but it's easier said than done there how do you think that's shaped you though having to be strong uh, having to stand up for yourself I know know from your own personal experiences because you I know you you've been yeah. through a lot of things and you and because of those things you've been through it has made you a stronger person than maybe stronger you would have been if you had just had exactly. like mommy and daddy if I just had and, it easy yeah 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 it, it, it does I mean when you don't have any other choice your only choice is to be strong because here you're not fighting for anybody except yourself you realize that even whether it's your family or your close friends and then you decide to be yourself otherwise you know you, you really don't have any other choice because another choice would be being someone else because that's the only other choice Right, and that's not really a choice, is it? That isn't a choice, exactly. Yeah, because exactly. to be someone else and to, you know, to expend all your energy all the time being a hypocrite, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. how that's to more do that? Than... Yeah, it's so taxing, no? Yes, it is. It is. It's draining. I mean, after a point, you feel like you're in a play with no point, with no moral to the story. Yes. You feel like a loser. 
so yeah, I did that for a while, and it it frustrated me no end. Right. And after that, I just started speaking out. Like you know, I just I wouldn't explain myself per se, but push comes to shove, I'll say something. You know, I'll just be like, I'm sorry, but this is who I am. If you have a problem, you really don't have to express it to me. You know, <laughs> I actually got myself say such things to people, but. Um, no, I think that that's is, best. I think that's yeah, best. Yeah, yeah, that that that's how things should be. And then sometimes you get these amazing responses from people, which is reassuring. I mm-hmm. mean, like I I remember when I was coming out to my parents, I told my parents I can't really make a thousand people smile, but you know I can make ten people who really care about me smile. And I think and you make your mom smile. I've met your mom. She she I seems know. like yeah, you make your mom smile. Well, let's talk Thank some you. more. We're gonna have a break. And uh, Manisha, if you're game, you can stay online or you can call I'll back. Stay I think That's someone fine. else is trying to get through also. So maybe yeah, we should, yeah, we yeah. should uh, wrap up and then call back because I'm going to talk about some more things. I know you'll have more input. I'm so <laughs> glad you called. It was so good to talk to you. Same here, Mari. It's always a pleasure. I know. All Same right, so Mari. we're going to go out. We're going to have a short break. Like this Sochcast? Tune in for more with the Sochcast app from the Google Play Store. Hello, we're back. This is Mari with Lavender Life, and I think we have a caller. Pragya. Hi, Mari. Are you there? Yeah. Where are you can calling you from, Pragya? Can you hear me? I can hear you. I can hear you. You sound great yes. on air. How are Where you? are you calling from? I'm calling from Mumbai. Yeah, you're calling from Mumbai. Ooh, second caller from Mumbai today. Mumbai's one. Mumbai's back in business. Oh, wow. (laughs) (laughs) Tell me, how are you? I'm fine. Thank you very much. What do you think about what we've been talking about today? Uh, I'm very sorry, but I just, uh, you know, like, uh, called you. <laughs> oh, you just called me out of the blue. All right. Yeah. You, I, you know I, what I, we've been I'm talking about, Prabhu? I'll, I'll fill you in. <laughs> we've been talking about um, lesbian and queer women stereotypes. So, you know, like that we're all man haters, um, you know, that we want men to, um, like, join and watch us. And, you know, that's like oh, wow, okay no. with us. Um, <laughs> What are some of the other stereotypes? Oh, you don't look like a lesbian, or you do look like a lesbian. What does a lesbian look like exactly? Uh, they look what like a normal human beings like? to me. <laughs> Say again? They look like normal human beings to me. Exactly, right? They, they look nothing, like everyone no, no else, and, and you can't like, tell from looking you know? necessarily. So, yeah. So, what are some of the stereotypes that you maybe have encountered? Uh, I don't know, but uh, I can just say, um, like, um, from uh, like few experiences I have had, mm-hmm. you know, so, um, when I came out to my uh, friends about my sexuality, uh-huh. so many of my friends, they kind of unfriended me from Facebook. Oh, We're talking so about, sad. Uh, uh, somewhere around 2010. Uh-huh. I was like, oh, wow, that's good, actually. I'm, I'm trying to, you know, I'm, now I'm getting the true colors of the people, you know? Yeah, that's but, actually yeah, true, because you don't, you don't need such people around. Like, if they're not really there for the long haul... You, you find out who really wants to be around you, right? And who doesn't. That was kind of, you know, I, I was kind of peeping on them. And the second experience I had was with my best friend. Let me tell you, my best friend, she's a model, okay? Mm-hmm. And uh, when she got to know about uh, me uh, being a homosexual, the first thing she said, she did not say nothing to me on my face. But she was kind of backbitching about me with my friend and saying that I'm so scared of her. You know, I don't want to meet her also because... Because she thought know, maybe you were going to hit on, on you. And stuff. You know, yeah. she, she, or, I'm on, sorry, I'm she thought you were going to hit on her. That, 
Yeah. Yeah, as if uh, every single woman is irresistible. Exactly. Yeah, that's it's another stereotype. Crazy. I'm glad you brought that one up. That's one that's common uh, to when you're when you're coming out like, oh, well, do you like me? And I'm like, no, I you're my friend. It has nothing to do with with you. I don't I don't uh, sexualize every single person that comes my I way. I swear, but you know, they should be understanding enough. They should have brains to understand. I think that's their mentality, you know? Yeah. What to say. Yeah, well, I think uh, all of these things are really good. Pragya, thank you so much for calling me. Um, I think uh, I think this blogger named MJ said it best. Uh, they said, to who accuse us of making it all about sex? I challenge you to look at mainstream media and quantify the amount of heterosexual activity on screen, magazines, and TV. I promise you that you will find it's much more than homosexual activity. Sure, there is a sexual adolescence that many gay men and women go through when they first come out. It's almost like we're making up for lost time. The reality of it is that our experiences are no different in principle than teenagers who get to act out their sexual impulses without fear of condemnation from family, friends, and society. We have just had to wait an extra few years. Sex is part of the human condition, and I celebrate it in all forms, whether you are lesbian, gay, bisexual, transgender, or straight. I celebrate your individuality, and I encourage the responsible expression of your sexual identity. Love yourself, love others, express your love and passion with someone who loves and respects you, too. And I want all of that for all of my listeners out there. If you're listening, this is what we want for you. This is what I think we can achieve. We've come a long way since 2009 when 377 was first read down. Uh, here we are, and oh, we have another caller let me connect you hello this is mari you're on lavender life hello i finally got through yay you finally got through who is this this is your number one fan mari i don't fan. miss her even and one I show know every time you say that i knew who it was right but i'm trying to get you to identify yourself to everyone else and it's so creepy when you call yourself my number one fan i'm gonna i I am, RJ Mari. I am. <laughs> I am. Oh, my God. You're talking like a valley girl now. <laughs> uh-huh. So tell me, what do you think about what we've been talking about, stereotypes? What are some of the stereotypes that you've encountered? <laughs> some of the stereotypes, the one thing that I heard on the show today is how, you know, uh, the moment, what, like, this is what I said when I was with you at the studio. Okay. I generally don't like telling men that I'm lesbian because I'm going to get that one really silly question. Oh, wow. Can, can we watch? And I'm like, really now? Really? You want yeah. to? Yeah, because I think, you know, and that's, it's interesting that it comes to us from straight people, straight men, who think it's okay that they can ask us such a question, when at the same time it gets... I know, I mean, who in the right mind would ask such a question? Gay culture is only about sex, you know what I'm saying? But it's coming from straight men talking to lesbians saying, can I watch? As if that would be all right to watch a private intimate act or to watch us, you know. I don't know, like, are you going to let us sit and watch? I mean, if you're that secure, but no thanks. Yeah, no, that's that's pretty, I mean, that's not out of, that's not in my comfort zone at least. It's not in (laughs) in mine. Yeah, I mean, yes. All right, so we're going to have a short break. Like this Sochcast? Tune in for more with the Sochcast app from the Google Play Store. Hello, we're back on air. This is Mari and Lavender Life. I'm so glad you're listening. Oh, Antara, are you still there? 
Yes, I am here. But what do you think about what he said? Uh, how do you feel about uh, the closet? What do you think the closet does to you as a, as a gay person? I mean, we've all been in the closet at one point or another. You know, um, th- that's something I can't tell you like from a personal experience because I don't remember being in a closet. Oh, that's really interesting right there. Yeah, I've just been myself all this while and I think the whole coming out process happened because I went for a meeting once, mm-hmm. one of these, uh, you know, workshops and they were talking about coming out. I was like, hmm, should I do that? Don't my friends already know? Or maybe they don't. Let's mm-hmm. try it. Mm-hmm. And I told you how funny that incident was. All my yeah. friends went, like, yeah. <laughs> you think we didn't know? Yeah. Yeah, I think, uh, for me, I mean, I did. I had to come out of the closet. I was in pretty deep. I was, like, behind the suitcases that you keep the winter clothing in. Oh, uh, I can imagine you do that. <laughs> yeah, it was, like, behind, behind. I, I was I was not even in the closet. I think I was, like, in the basement, you know, the, like, the, the, I don't know, the winter vegetables that you keep so that they don't spoil. I was, like, in a cellar with, like, I had, like, lots of locks on it. <laughs> Yeah, but for me, it was You're a sense deep. of relief when I came out of the closet. I mean, it was just... I'm sure it must have been. Yeah, it was a, it was a big sense of relief, and uh, I think maybe that's why um, when people who are not in the closet talk to people who are still in the closet, you know, they just, you know, they've been on both sides. They know what it's like, and they want uh. you to be able to experience the, the relief of of coming out. Also, I think... It helps us when we're out. Uh, it helps us to have other out people because then it's more acceptable because you, like the straight community realizes it's your brother that's gay or it's your uncle who's gay or, you know. Um, or yeah, but you know, you know the Indian society, big taboo. I think it's a society. It's even, if, a society even though we're taboo, progressing only, so well. It's only in India. I mean, no, it's I just everywhere. read about... Like, what's happening in Russia right now is heartbreaking. No, I just read and about... I can't believe they can be that extreme. in the U.S., though, even, Andhra. Yes. I mean, that's in the U.S., where it's supposed to be, like, out and proud and everyone's fine, right? It happens everywhere. It happens like everywhere. That's what I'm trying to say, is it happens everywhere. So I think that... Since it happens everywhere, it happens in the U.S., which we consider, you know, uh, when we're living in in Asia, when we're living in India, to be, you know, more modern, more liberalized, um, maybe more loose with their values. Uh, If it's still happening in the U.S., of course it's going to be happening in India, right? India is definitely more... Yeah, it will be, and India is progressing. Yeah, it is. So what are some of the things you think we can do to change the perspective of homosexuality of... uh, in India, how do you think we let's can change? not categorize everything? That's what will help. Let's not categorize everything. In what way? What do you mean? Tags, labels. Enough with it already. But what kind of labels? What do you mean? See, the the thing that we you know first it's side of LGBTQ, mm-hmm. which was hard enough for people to you know get used to and get their head around it and understand. And accept. And then we had to go ahead and put some more labels. I get it. Everybody wants their own identity. But why don't we, you know, why why doesn't, why don't people, you know, want these individual identities get? First, let's figure out how to get the message clear to everybody and not have a short look on their face. And then we'll slowly bring out all these things, you know. I disagree with you. I think that those kind of uh, labels are helpful 
to understanding what you're talking about. And when you're talking, when you're talking, for instance, in India, it's a whole other vocabulary. Uh, no, I mean, what I meant was let homosexuality first. Like, let let people understand that and accept it, and then we will teach them about labels. You know, I'm not saying don't. I think you need those. I'm saying let's not complicate it right now. Let let people get it first. Let people accept it. And you think without the language they'll be able to do that? Let's teach. Like I said, the word homosexuality itself is such a big deal here. Right. So maybe we need different words. That's what I'm suggesting. What do you think? Yeah, this is the most scientific term. That's what I've heard. Right. So At least to my knowledge, that's what it different is. Different words could be also called labels, no? Let's think uh, about it. Anyway. Let's think about it. We'll talk after this break. Antara, I think I'm going to let you go. And if okay. you willing to hold on again, will you hold on again? No, I think somebody else might try and call you. Oh, but if, if I said something offensive, you know, listeners out there, I'm sorry. No, not at all. Not at all. Listen, I want you to call mm. back, okay? If you if you uh, feel like it, you call back, all right? Okay. Okay. Give a good show, Mari. Thank you so much. Like this Sochcast? Tune in for more with the Sochcast app from the Google Play Store. We're back. This is Lavender Life on Q Radio. Uh, we've been talking about stereotypes. We've talked about all kinds of things coming out. We've had some lovely callers. Thank you to Antara. Thank you to Manisha. Thank you to Pragya. I hope you guys keep calling and your regular callers on Lavender Life. And uh, now I'm going to talk to you about some of the uh, other features we have today, right? We have our Lavender 101. No one taught me anything how to say anything. I was supposed to make sure that on my call you taught me how to say something. Antara, I know you could have taught me how to say something in Bangla. Bangla or is it Bengali? Bangla, I think. You could have taught me. And you could have taught me some more Hindi. You always teach me Hindi every time we talk. And Pragya, I'm not sure what's your first language, but I really would have liked for you to teach me something. Call me back and teach me how to say something so that uh, I don't sound such like an idiot on air. I'm here sitting in Bangalore. I want to know something. If you can teach me how to say something in Kannada too, please teach me. Tamil, all of the languages. I want to learn something from all of the Indian languages, okay? So teach me some of the regional languages. Every week we have uh, a feature of uh, our Lavender Lady of the Week, right? And last week it was Ma Faiza, and uh, you all know her, the goddess of electronica. Wonderful show we had with her. She was on my second show. This week we are honoring one of the most prominent lesbian activists here in India, and that is Betu Singh. Uh, she passed away earlier this week from liver disease complications, and her loss will be felt throughout the lesbian community, the queer women's community in India and especially in Delhi. Betu founded the Sangini Trust in 1997. It was one of the first uh, organizations that was geared to protecting the rights of queer women in India. So here's to Betu Singh, our Lavender Lady of the Week and a dedicated activist for lesbian, bisexual, and trans people. You will be missed, and we thank you for all you did to help further our rights. We offer our condolences also to all of her family and friends uh, across India and probably across the world. Um, all right, so next, uh, our next feature is going to be uh, Where Are the Women? 
Where are the women? And that's where we talk about different support groups in India and uh, in the different major cities. Last week, we talked about Sappho. We talked about WAC getting a new number. This week, we're going to talk about Sangani. It's a trust that is NGO-based in New Delhi. Um, Indian women working for women attracted to women and individuals dealing with their gender identity, specifically female to male gender. And they offer emergency response services to LBT individuals whose human rights are being violated. All right. You've been listening to Lavender Life. This is India's first program all about queer women. I hope you enjoyed it. I'm wishing you all the light, the love, the laughter while you're out there living your lavender life. That's it for today. I hope you enjoyed the show. Thank you so much for calling in.